Hello everybody and welcome to the second part of our little podcast series with myself and our special guest today, Massimo. In the previous episode, he just interviewed me and so now the tables have turned and I'm going to be asking him a couple questions. So Massimo, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How not, are you, Izzy? I'm good, thank you. That's good. All right, you ready to dive in? Yeah. First off... What is your position on climate change? Well, everyone knows climate change is a global issue, but what people don't know is how it affects us daily. Mm-hmm. Climate change affects everyone, whether they know it or not. I personally, I'm affected because I live in Australia, because lately we've been ex- experiencing some droughts. Yeah, yeah, like with, especially in Gippsland. Yes, mm-hmm. which have been affecting our farmers, which affect our produce. Yeah. So that's, I guess, how everyday people are affected, and in many other countries... Some are experiencing drought, natural disasters, which also can be caused by climate change. Mm. Okie dokie. Very well answered. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And so I guess, how does climate climate change and global warming affect everyday citizens? Like how does it, what's the direct impact on us? Well, I guess, like I said before, you know, I live in Australia and take Australia for example. They have 15% less water in the southeast than in 2015. Mm-hmm. This is a result of droughts, and they are experiencing this because of climate change. And like I said, the droughts cause farmers to have less water, which means they can produce less fruit and vegetables, which means less crop yield, which means in the shops there is less Australian produce. So it's like this whole chain. It's a whole chain, yeah, which yeah. means it forces um, Australian supermarkets to import from other countries, such as China. In, in Indonesia and where they can bring in diseases and other sicknesses. Yeah. And so, essentially, global warming has been an issue for countless years, you know, a couple of decades. And, like, why is it getting worse? It's getting worse because our emissions aren't getting any less. They just keep get growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. And our carbon emissions come mainly from um, the factories, mm-hmm. mainly in China. They produce greenhouse gases. Mm-hmm. And um, gases. gases, yes, gases, gases greenhouse <laughs> gases. We also produce the majority of our electricity uh, by burning coal, which also releases many, many carbon emissions. Yeah, because coal isn't a renewable source. Yeah, and take China. You know, they their industry is predominantly secondary, being mm-hmm. manufacturing, versus Australia, where our industry is predominantly tertiary and primary being education farming and mining Mm -hmm. thus australia is not releasing as much gas as china but we still contribute to the whole grand scheme of things and don't we have an ozone hole right over australia right over western australia Mm. we have a massive hole in the ozone layer which allows i heard it's been closing yes it has it's been shrinking slightly yeah which is very good since Australian manufacturing has been decreased. Yeah, because we stopped becoming a manufacturing, I guess, nation. Yes. Because we rely more on overseas exports and imports. Yes. And so, swaying a little bit away from that, 80% of Sweden's electricity is produced by hydropower and nuclear power, which reduces emissions, obviously. So what is Australia doing to reduce their emissions? Well, currently Australia has approximately 5% of its power coming from sustainable sources. Mm-hmm. However, this figure can be easily increased in Australia. But even if Australia produced most of its electricity from sustainable and renewable sources, it would mean that in the whole grand scheme of things, global warming isn't going to be reduced that much in climate yeah. change because Australia's only got 26 million people in yeah. it compared to a whole grand 8 billion mm-hmm. globally. So, But couldn't that 
you know, as a nation, we can do so much because we have 26 million, you know. It may not be, you know, doesn't compare to the rest of the world, but we can still do something, you know. Yeah, well, even if we, you know, if we were to create all of our electricity from solar and hydro and um, even nuclear, like in Sweden, mm. you know, we would be dramatically reducing our emissions. Mm. But it would still not eliminate climate change as an issue because if over the world, especially in particularly um, the third world countries, for them to go completely renewable and sustainable, it would yeah. cost them a lot. And it's very it difficult, especially since some are experiencing war mm. as civilly and, you know, even amongst other countries. But, sorry, I'm sorry for interrupting yeah, you there. Yeah. But do you think that that investment is worth it? It's a lot of money in the, at the first, like, you know, at first. But is that investment worth it? It's 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it's money that they don't have. Yeah, economically. These yeah. third world countries, they don't have the funds to, mm-hmm. to convert to renewable energy. Mm-hmm. So really, if they had the funds, it would be a worthwhile investment. But it's just, it's not possible at this yeah. stage. And so, strain away a little bit. going to catch you by surprise here. But... What are your thoughts on a carbon tax? So let's say a carbon tax was implemented, but then prices were decreased in other areas. Do you think that would help? Prices of what? For example, education or tax taken out of a wage. What do you think? Because essentially the first rule of economics is you raise the price, people tend to buy it less or spend on it less. So if this is put into action, do you think that people will go towards more sustainable ways of living to save themselves money? I guess, you know, most people will definitely try and stray away from these um, expensive um, carbon taxes. But mm-hmm. I guess at the end of the day, if if I'm in a third world country and I've got um, not enough money as it is, mm-hmm. if I, I don't want to be spending on carbon tax. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. to not receive that carbon tax, I have to spend even more money. Yeah to go renewable so it's a very difficult situation for some of these third world countries but in australia Mm. it's Mm. quite simple you know most of australians live quite comfortably i feel as though this carbon tax could be implemented possibly in america australia and in in first world countries a couple european countries yeah just to get the ball rolling and then it'll really only add from there yeah and hopefully it would you know it would topple on like a domino's effect you know once Mm. you know the world's leading countries yeah you know u.s england america um sorry u.s england and australia (laughs) all good all good um you know, if these countries started to implement this carbon tax, then possibly some of the governments in second world and third world countries would start implementing this and we would be moving towards a more cleaner and more sustainable world. But, like, I feel as though um, it's it's people that it's really all up to. Because if you think about it, Barack Obama, um, back, you know, in America, back in during his presidency, he was against same-sex marriage. And why? Because the people were against it. He wanted the polls for him. Then, eventually, like a couple of years later, the people were for same-sex marriage. And so he himself said that he supports it. So really, it shows that leaders are affected by the population. And so really, if if people are pushing towards this, then it's only... Thanks, Ethan. No, all good, all good. Then leaders will hopefully fall in line because they want to get the votes from the people. And then if they don't follow through on these policies, then they're going to get, you know, excuse my French, but they're going to get shit for it. And so, does well, that make yeah, sense? It does make sense, but at the same time, 
people are also led by politicians yeah. and politicians are led by people so it takes two way street. T- it's a two way street you know yeah, the yeah, people yeah. have to want it and the politicians have to back it yeah. but then vice versa the politicians have to want it and then the people back it because mm. it, it doesn't work when one or the other is pushing and the other one's not you yeah, know? Yeah. It, it's 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 quite a, it's a very very difficult situation that we're in globally because there are very split opinions there are people who believe you know oh spend as much money as you need to you know reduce and all emissions yeah. and then there's people who are just like save 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 save, save, save because you know we Can't might need that money for our future or whatever yeah. who knows we might go into but a civil war but what is our war. future, yeah, what, what, is the yeah, future? what is the future without like, without the planet i believe climate change is the most important issue because if we don't deal with it what world are we going to be living in what world are children going to be brought what, into yeah without with with climate change growing as an issue it can only get make the world get worse exactly you know and Without a world, what's the point of having any money to live in? Exactly. So really, we should really be putting climate change as an issue first. First, to do now, now, yes, now, now. act now. And so to wrap up our little podcast here, um, is there any possibility of completely eliminating global warming as a massive issue or you don't think there's a chance? Well... Currently, I do not expect global warming to be eliminated as a global issue in, I don't know, next 20, 25 years, because really, like I said, to get the whole, to get, to eliminate climate change as an issue, we really need to get the whole world going together as one. And that takes a long time, you know, even still now after, you know, 2000 years, our, our world is still not peaceable we have countries fighting with other countries mm-hmm. even people fighting within their own country so it's quite a difficult scenario but i guess the way to move towards a more cleaner um, society would be to be relying on more sustainable and renewable energy mm-hmm. and attempting any possible ways to help reduce greenhouse gases while manufacturing and I guess by pushing those two and maybe implementing a carbon emission, like you said, mm-hmm. we might be able to chop down carbon emissions and yeah, yeah, yeah. greenhouse gases, which will then reduce climate change as Sorry, an issue. mosquito. So, yeah, thank you for listening. And that yeah. was a lovely little discussion. So to wrap up our little podcast, our first episode interviewing myself was more on the environmental side of things. And then here with Massimo was more on the... Sorry, had to catch the fly. Was more on the economical people side of things. So I really hope you enjoy that. And who knows, maybe we'll make another one. Maybe. We will see. Wait, Stay I, tuned. I just ca- oh, didn't catch the fly. Thank right. you. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Bye.